10 to 1, episode 116. New Year's Resolutions 2020. Welcome to 10 to 1, the podcast where Brian makes top 10 resolutions that he is absolutely going to fulfill with crystal clear expectations and <laughs> goals, and I do the opposite. I'm Melissa Kozer. I am the previously mentioned Brian Kozer, and I have three resolutions for this year, but uh, I guess we don't have to jump right quite to there. Good to be back. <laughs> Right? Yeah. It's been a few months for us since we recorded. Five months? No. Four months? Maybe four. No, we recorded. No, August? Maybe September. We didn't record in August. Oh, did we not record after Penny was born? Yeah. Oh, I guess not. Okay, I guess it's been a while. But we've been posting episodes all along, so. Except for our Christmas episode. Yeah. We just got kind of lazy. Yeah. We were busy. Yeah, really busy month. And we could have done it, but we decided we were more important than the podcast. So we took some us time and still we're super exhausted and busy all the time. Yeah, it wasn't taking us time. It was trying to finish the 2019 resolutions. Right, right. And projects. Yeah. So, but uh, I don't know that I missed podcasting while we were gone. I did. I don't know that I missed it, but I am excited to be back. I missed sharing I wouldn't my want life to stop. with all you adoring listeners. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, uh, so that was the decade, huh? Yeah. 2010s. Yeah, we got married in that decade. Got married. We had we three kids. Graduated college, had three kids. Got our first two cars. Mm, three different jobs. Got a driver's mm. license. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my first few jobs, and then mm-hmm. now I'm a full time job that never has an end. Two different cities, 116, 115 podcasts. Bunch of miles from traveling all over the country. Yep, yep. It's been a pretty well lived decade, good. I say. Pretty good ten years. Yeah. So. uh here we are, 2020, New Year's resolutions. I guess uh, we can review last year's resolutions. Have you gone back and looked? I have not. I considered it. Um, and you said, no, let's just keep your reactions fresh for being live on the air. Yeah, I mean, if you weren't already looking at your resolutions throughout the year. <laughs> why, why start now? Why start now? Well, I will say I completely, completely forgot them, as is usually the case, with about... 90% of the world that makes resolutions. But I think the point for me is not so much, oh man, I failed absolutely miserably. No, it's more I made an attempt and it was just maybe for a month or two at best. But for a month or two, my life was better. And here I am again. And you might say, what's the point in making New Year's resolutions when you can make a change any day of the year? Well, hmm. the New Year only comes once a year on New Day or whatever. And it's a time that reminds us we can make a change. And I'm not very good at sticking with things. I'm great at starting and I'm great at finishing. But I'm not good at seeing things through. However, 
at least for a little bit, I made a change and I tried. And that's better than nothing. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And that's why I'm still making New Year's resolutions year after year. Hmm. I'm a work in progress. I'm just letting you go. Just uh, letting me build myself back up. Just letting you run there. Before I see how badly I failed. Yeah, I think for the people that say, why do New Year's resolutions? I think we've talked about this before. I feel like this is covering old ground, but it's probably been a couple years. So for people that say, why do New Year's resolutions? I can make a change anytime or I'm not going to keep with them anyway. Well, you should evaluate yourself and try and find ways to improve because we all have ways that we can improve and that's a major part of life is trying to be the best person you can be trying to uh, work towards your ideals and so sure you can do that any time of year but the people that don't make new year's resolutions i would ask when are you making those uh, changes day. or when when are you evaluating yourself uh, for for things you can change and setting goals which if i mean you can do that june 1st or july 1st and mm-hmm. that's perfectly fine but a lot of people just don't they just kind of go through life right. and i think it's important to go through life with purpose to live purposefully to have goals and um yeah so well in the new year just feels like a chance to do a reset push the reset yeah. button yeah i mean it's the same uh, why do I why do I do it on New Year's? Why do I have to make resolutions on New Year's? Well, why do you have to? Uh, I don't know. If you're a Christian, why do you have to celebrate the advent of Jesus on Christmas? Why can't you do that any time during the year? Well, obviously you can, but this is a time of year that we've all kind of decided is the time of year <laughs> to do it. Anyway, New Year's resolutions. Yeah, so let's do yours first, and then we'll go to mine. Uh, so you're... So before we start, I know I had five, because we yes. usually do five and five, and I remember one of them, which okay. was to read Don Quixote in Spanish, Yep. and I did not. I did give okay. it a try, and then, uh, uh, well, we'll get into why that one didn't happen yeah. in a little bit, but... I'll just flat out say that didn't happen. And then the other ones I had forgotten until I was going through my calendar uh, and transferring birthdays to the new calendar. And I discovered I had, at the very beginning of January, faithfully faithfully been keeping track of when I threw out food that had gone bad Mm -hmm. in the fridge. So I think one of my previous resolutions was to have less food waste yep and then after a while i stopped keeping track because it was just too discouraging but i did do i did actually i think even after i stopped keeping track i think i did better there was not as much food that we threw away this year that's my overall feeling and you know you can trust (laughs) my feelings (laughs) so for take charge of the fridge would you say that you met that resolution would you say that was a success it was uh, I mean, I'd say 51% a success, which is a success. I I kept it cleaner. I distinctly remember cleaning the fridge several times as opposed to previous years when I just kind of let things go and who knows what all occurred in there. And then I don't remember throwing out as much 
as we had previous years. So it's a work in okay, progress. Okay, so we'll round that up and say you're one for two. Uh, write two chapters in story. Oh, that one didn't happen, unfortunately. Yeah, one for three. So here's what happened. Um, you had said the best way to start write to write is to start writing. Yes. And so I asked some friends on Facebook for inspiration, and um, they gave me some ideas mm-hmm. for you know, little short blurbs that I could write about. Yeah. And I kind of got hung up on that. And then uh, also being pregnant and tired all the time, I just didn't um, really do much writing beyond the little blurbs that I did for my friends. But I did do a bit of writing. And if anybody's interested, they can check out that writing on the on our website. I feel personally yeah. pretty proud of what I put out. I feel yeah, they were like good. I did not put out crap. They were good. All right. So that was your first three, and then you had Be a Better Friend. I don't know if there's any specifics in there or... I think I was going to work on calling friends more and... Okay. Maybe having uh, people maybe, over or something yeah, like that. I think so, as well as... Maybe write letters a little more. Hmm. Okay. I mean, you had we had a bunch of people over. Yeah, I start having a neighbor friend over. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. I think I was I, I was about average. I I think I stayed about the way I usually am. Mm-hmm. Didn't do much better. Didn't do worse though. So. Okay, so is that a thumbs up or a thumbs down? That is a thumb flatlining. It's not down. It's Flatlining not is dying, so uh, that's yeah, a down. Yeah, okay, so I misspoke. Uh, it's down. a thumbs, a sideways thumb. Straight down, all right. And then your last one was witness to 10 people. I did meet that one, actually. All right, good job. I, I do remember keeping track of that one throughout the year. And it's funny that that's the one that I forgot right here at the end. But throughout the year, I was keeping track of that, and I did witness to 10 people. Nice. All right. And then mine, so again, we use Trello for quite a bit, and I'm, I'd like to eventually move off of it for things like note-taking. I think mm. this is good for note-taking, but for, for checklist, to-do list, Trello, great. So I just have the first list on my personal to-do board is my list of New Year's resolutions, so I see it quite a bit. Doesn't mean I keep up with it, but if you're going to forget about it, less <laughs> chance you're going to keep up with it. I think as a... Uh, <laughs> as we might have already discussed today. So (laughs) mine, uh, let's see. My first one was uh, reading. I wanted to finish the Greek classics and the books that I had on deck. So I had, I don't know, 20 books that I wanted to read this year, including those Greek classics. And I did not read quite as much this year as I did last year, or I didn't read as much in 2019 as in 2018, there were a few books that I did not get to that I wanted to, so I did not get to that. I did finish the Greek classics that I wanted to finish. Uh, in fact, I even added a little bit um, throughout the year. I did not get to, there's a book, I think written in the 1800s, called Gods and Heroes of Ancient Greece. I wanted to get to that as like the capstone, uh, re- a bunch of retellings of the, the most famous Greek uh, stories and myths. I didn't get to that. So, uh, again, there were books that I wanted to read. I didn't. I'm still going to count this one as success because the Greek 
classics were the main thing I wanted to do. So thumbs up for one of them. Then my next one was website projects. I had three. I had our family website. I wanted to redesign, wanted to add recipes, book reviews onto there. Uh, did not even touch that. Just kept putting that off because instead, uh, I don't know if I'll talk about it tonight, but I added a different website project that took up quite a bit of my time the second half of the year. And that I did finish up by the end of the year. So I'm going to count that as a, as a replacement. Uh, podcast site redesign. Uh, if you are listening to this, uh, you might see in your podcast player. Our new podcast album art. Yeah. Which new. my brother Matt put together for us. You might have you might remember hearing him on our sports episode. He does some graphic design. Did that for us. What were you gonna say? Nothing. <laughs> Just gonna say new year, new us, but Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead and Glad I went back on. to that. Uh so <laughs> <laughs> I know I added a lot just now. So and that also matches a, a complete site redesign. So you'll notice it uh, looks a lot better, a lot more colorful than it was before. Hopefully a lot better design and uh, all sorts of stuff. I won't, get, I won't get nerdy with the fonts and things, but I'm pretty proud of it. <laughs> pretty proud of everything there. Uh, so thanks to Matt for helping with that. Yes. And doing the art. And Which, by the way, if any of you ever have some sort of artistic project, Check out Brian's brother Matt, and we, maybe yeah. there's a link that we could provide. Or no, not right now. I asked him about that. Okay, uh, he's not. Uh, you can contact us if if you have something. He's done book covers and podcast album art. He's done a bunch of. He's done some logos. He's pretty good with that. He does but great stuff. He doesn't have a portfolio or anything right now to to point people toward. I know he's pretty busy, but uh, you can contact us if you're if you're interested in in hiring him for something. I want so we got that done. Also wanted to do a BrianCozer.com redesign, and did not do that. That's basically uh, old programming blogs from years ago that I put up, and uh, I, I need to just change it into like a professional portfolio kind of website. Uh, putting that off a little bit longer. I will not be doing that this year either. And SFC Blue was the other website project, which I. I think we announced last year that I was putting that together. I started putting that live. And it's just the Sci-Fi Christian podcast uh, that we're great friends with and uh, that we enjoy listening to. Put together a fan site for them and spent quite a bit of time um, putting together a lot more information to that site. So as you notice, I did not get to all of the websites that I wanted. I did add some and shifted some things around. I'll still count it as a success. But again, I think the theme here is you're setting goals. You're working towards them. Mm-hmm. There's progress. If, yeah. 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 Uh, then let's see. Exercise. Get to median recommended body fat and muscle for my uh, body type. Nope. Uh, ended pretty much where I started. Possibly a little bit lower. I'm still in the acceptable range for body fat and muscle. So I'm not obese and I'm not whatever under under muscled. I don't know what that would be. <laughs> I'm still in the medium recommended for my weight, but did not move the needle there. So that is a fail. Then journal is the next one. So I bought one of those field notes, little notebooks. I was carrying that around in my back pocket. I had that all the time with me, had a pen in my pocket. And I was trying to use that for note taking. 
because again, I'm not really a big fan of Trello for note taking. And I, I still like the physical nature of the paper and pencil or the paper and pen. I like being able to doodle, um, or, or sketch. Like I, don't, I don't draw pictures or anything, but, um, just being able to really easily do stuff without typing on my phone. Um, but so I guess this is, this is a success because I carried around for most of the year. However, it's not something I'm going to continue because, um, you know, I'm walking to work. I'm out, I'm not outside a ton, but I'm outside enough and it rains enough in Mobile that my notebook got soaked twice in the rain, just from normal. I'm walking to work under my umbrella, but you know, things happen and my jeans got wet. And then there was also the time where Lydia sprayed uh, 409 into Amber's eyes. Uh-huh. And what a day. So we had to jump her Amber into the shower and uh, flush her eyes out for whatever, 10 minutes or something, just hold her under the shower. She was kicking and screaming and it took both of us. Yeah. So, of course, uh, it got it got pretty wet there. So I had some water damage and it's, yeah, I don't know. I need to think about what I want to do for note-taking. Maybe there's another app. Maybe I need to get something like you have now with the the little stylus pen so I can just jot notes onto my phone screen. Maybe that's like a happy medium. I don't know. Maybe maybe I just type them. But uh, success, but not so I'm going to continue. Good, good, uh, good thing to try, I guess it was. And then my last one was just kind of a catch-all to finish my to-do list. I guess since I... I counted the other ones as complete when this one was, uh, when they were not 100% complete. I'll count this one as not complete, even though I got probably, I don't know, 75% of stuff done, 80% of stuff done. There are just some things I decided uh, to, um, uh, what's the term? Uh, Strategically procrastinate, which sounds like a jokey term for I'm lazy and I don't want to do it, but it is actually a good practice to Mm -hmm. say, no, I can't get everything done now. I need to set priorities. And uh, what do I actually want? Uh, so definitely when it starts getting to the end of the year, what do I want to have done by the end of the year? And if it's not something I really want to have done by the end of the year, it gets moved off the list. So there were things, I think last year, the things that I actually mentioned, like um, edit a uh, an ebook for those uh, classics that are in public domain oh, yeah. with that one organization. still like to do that sometime, but that's a lot of time. So I did not do that. I did not put together a, a video for uh, YouTube or Vimeo of what is programming. Here's 15 minutes of me just running through sort of a daily kind of change that I would make in the kind of programming that I do. I think that would still be interesting to send to people when they ask, because nobody really knows what I do necessarily or how that works. Uh, so at some point I'll do that. But those kind of things that I mentioned, I think if I recall correctly from last year's episode, I did not get to. So I will count that as did not complete. So if we're just going by straight numbers, which again, doesn't necessarily matter. I think you were two out of five. I'm at uh, three out of five just by the straight numbers. So that's last year in a nutshell. Anything you want that's to a pretty big nut. <laughs> Anything else you want to to say before we move on to this year's list? Unveil our big big theme of the year.
There was, but I'm not remembering it right now. What were yep. my, my resolutions real quick? Clean out the fridge. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't that write, in your, write your story. Don Quixote. Be a better friend. Witness to 10 people. Okay. Um... Oh, one other reason that I didn't uh, work too much on my story this year was because I started to have doubts. Uh, you should write what you know, and the story that I want to do, I don't know that I'm quite capable of doing. Um, I don't know. I'm. There are a lot of minds who have tried to tackle this subject. Some do it very well. Others do it very poorly. And I don't know that I'm quite up to the challenge. So that was another reason why I decided to table mm -hmm. writing the story. Um, I came up with something else that I do want to get to uh, that might work better uh, for me to write about. And if yeah. I can get to that, maybe in the next month or two, uh, I'll post it on the website. Okay. But it would still... It would still take a few elements from, uh, I guess, the original story I wanted to write about, uh, but it would be more something I'm more qualified to write about, and I know all of this probably means nothing to you listeners, Yep. but I just wanted to say uh, that was a reason why I did not read meet, oh man, I can't speak, did not meet, match that goal. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you could... Take the same subject and turn it just into a short story or something as well and yeah, see how it works and you can always expand best. it. Okay. So you've got options. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to this year's New Year's resolutions. How many do you have this I year? I have five. All right. I have three. I can cram them into five <sighs> to keep with our <laughs> traditional 10 list. Yeah, I started out with just four, uh, and then I decided, no, I do want to, I, I, I know that we're comfortable enough in ourselves that we can just break the rules, but I, I like the number of a nice round five. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, well, why don't we, yeah, why don't we first, get to it? Me or you? I believe that you go first. All right. So now these are in no special order, uh, there's yeah. none that are more important than the others. Right. Um, I guess I'll go with the one that would be the most important okay. because it is spiritual related and that's read through the New Testament. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a lot of people that like to read through the whole Bible in a year and that is great and I have tried mm -hmm. that and the times that I've done that, I have not comprehended very much. Uh, there's mm -hmm. Because you have to cram a whole lot uh, on some days, and you know, there's Bible reading plans, um, but so, th there's a lot of reading that you have to do some days in order to stay on track, and I eventually, I always fall behind. So I'm setting a more attainable goal of reading through just the whole New Testament, uh, and that'll be that'll still be really good for me because usually. Like, I'll read through one book in the New Testament and then go through one book in the Old Testament. And I kind of hip-hop and skip around. And so this will be, uh, it'll be better to just have a, a definitive starting point and an, an end and mm -hmm. a goal like that. 
So that's my number one. Okay. Read through the New Testament. Yeah. I, I was I was thinking I might do the same thing as far as uh, as doing New Testament this year. So uh, maybe, maybe we can do the same. Uh, I did just find uh, there's a guy, I think I mentioned his book last year, uh, From the Garden to the City. Remember that mm-hmm. guy? Yep. He made a website, it's a Bible reading plan generator, which is pretty cool. It's a lot more flexible than any of the other ones I've seen. You can choose how many days you want it to be, what day you want to start on the calendar, and then what days of the week you want to put on there. Oh. If you want old, just New Testament, if you want old and new, he has the um, deuterocanonical books that you can add in there if you want them in your reading plan. And so very... Uh, and then it, you just put in all that information, gives you your printable calendar. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I like that. Yeah, so I'll I'll put that in the show notes. And I will also uh, send that to you. Cool. So let's go to mine. I will say that my first one... Oh, I don't, I'll, I'll have to figure out later how I want to... I wanna, change this into five instead of three. But for now, I'll just go for my three. Uh, So why don't you go ahead and do your number four and your number three as well, and then I'll do my number three. How does that sound? Sure. Okay. So uh, I guess my number four is uh, that I want to be more fun. And I have, (laughs) I know, I'm going to start broad and I'm going to narrow it down. Okay. Contrary to previous years, I have specific uh, ways that I can carry out my goals this year. All right, so I want to be more fun. Uh, I want to do something with my children for one hour every day, uh, and I'll keep track on the calendar. Okay. So I'm making a list uh, for five. When I say every day, I mean Saturday and Sunday. I'm not going to bother because I already spend all day with them. Like Saturday and Sunday are a lot more relaxed, and we do a bunch. We hang out a lot more together as a family. Whereas Monday through Friday, I'm focusing on keeping up with the house and doing errands and whatever else that needs to be done. Doctor appointments, who knows? Um, but Monday through Friday, I want to set aside one hour where we work on puzzles together, or we go for a walk outside, or we do some baking. Or maybe we get a sensory bin and we just uh, have fun playing with with gloop or or something. Uh Um, So that's my goal. And I am giving myself two weeks grace period here at the beginning of the the year Mm -hmm. in order to get everything all set up. um, Because, uh, boy, we've hit the ground dragging a little bit and trying to get caught up i feel with it's only the second day of the year i know but there's so much that i'm still trying to accomplish before before i can just really slip into the new year it feels like Hmm. so i'm i'm allowing two weeks grace period where if if i don't uh get all of this done not a big deal Mm -hmm. um but i do want to start doing better. I I feel like, uh, especially there towards the tail end of 2019, I was not spending very much time with my children, even though I was home all day with them, uh, just because I was so busy. And so 
I want to I want to set aside an hour to do things with them. That's the first aspect of being more fun. Next thing is I want to say at least one nice thing to each child every day. With Penny, that's not a big deal because she's a baby and she's happy all the time. But with Amber and Lydia, uh, I remember being super stressed a lot. And, uh, of course, when I'm in a bad mood, then they can do even the most innocent thing and it'll... Uh, it'll make me unhappy or upset. And so I want to f- focus on noticing when they do good mm. and and sh- work on praising instead of just criticizing. So do something with my children one hour every day. Say something nice one every day. And that one I have kept so far uh, for these past two days. And then the last thing for being more fun is I want to make a special breakfast once a month, just to just to make things okay. a little more special. Yeah, we'll do pancakes or uh, I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll scroll through Pinterest. So that's my number four. All Be right. more fun. And, and where are you going to track those? You going to do that on our calendar on the wall? Yes. Or okay. All right. Sounds sounds like a good one. I'll go ahead and say I figured out how to. How to split these up. One of my resolutions is there are three website projects that I want to work on, and I'll just split those into three items. So my five and my four. My five is our is the 10 to 1 podcast website, tto.coser.us. There's a few things that got left out. <clears throat> so for example, you cannot leave comments on our website right now, and you cannot view past comments. Don't worry, they're not gone. Have them all saved, but I was not happy with the comment system that we had before. Yeah, it was kind of difficult. Yeah. User-friendly. Yeah, and you had to have a Google account or a Facebook account, I think. And so I'm going to redo how those are done and reload, re-upload the previous comments, things like that. A uh, few small cosmetic things and a few behind-the-scenes type things. Really not a whole lot you're going to see. The comments one is the big one. And uh, you'll see the other ones as they come up. I, I will announce them as, as the other small features pop up. So that would be my number five. For my number four, I'll say uh, the I, I want to do a version 3.0 of our coser.us main site. And I'm, I'm not going to get too far into this, but if anybody else is a uh, software developer, this might be slightly interesting. So I had coser.us as a static generated site. It was Jekyll, which is Ruby, a language I'm not really familiar with. And I wanted to do something I was more familiar with. So it'd be easier for me to make changes, add things like I've been telling Melissa for years, let's get something on there to easily put your recipes on the website. And so in order to do that, I went with what I use at work and one of my favorite development environments. It's a Microsoft product, ASP.NET, and the coding itself is very nice, but it's a little bit overboard for our simple site, and it's a beast to find someone to host it. You have to pay a lot of money to get Microsoft to host it, which isn't really worth it for a really tiny site like we have. It would be something like, I don't know. 
I don't even remember, 15 or $20 a month, something like that, as opposed to pennies a month for a static site. Uh, and then when I redid our podcast website, there's a new uh, platform called Netlify, which is what I'm using. And Netlify is so amazing. Basically, I can write the code and then I can save it into a version control. So just a, a, a repository for the code. I save it to there and Netlify automatically gets notified. They go and grab the new version of the code. They build the new version of the website and they put it out there publicly. They uh, Everything just happens automatically. It's really smooth, really nice to use, and uh, I, I just love it. So that's what I did our podcast website on. It's free for most of their base features. It's a very generous free plan. And so I'm going to redo all that to say our main site, Cozer.us, going back to a static site. It's going to make it a lot easier for me to actually work on it and all of those features that I told Melissa these things are going to happen those can actually hopefully happen here in the next couple years I won't judge if it doesn't happen this year yeah I think that's very magnanimous of me uh, very very magnanimous the nice thing is I can take the the actual website part and just copy and paste it over it's the behind-the-scenes stuff. Nice. That has to be completely redone. Not nice. On a third time. So we'll see how it goes. That also means when it's done, it's going to look exactly the same as it does now. So it's going to look like I haven't been doing anything with it again. <laughs> so anyway, that's my number four. Three point, Codex 3.0. All right. Well. Number three for you? Yeah. My number three is I want to keep a memory book. Okay. So in the past, cool. I used to, whenever you would say something that I thought was pretty funny or that would be kind of mm -hmm. fun to look back and see this random quote that taken completely out of context for like, what on earth did that mean? Um, I, I would write it down and I've got a few cards stored up in my treasure box, uh, but I stopped doing that and I want to get back to it. So... Once a week, I'm going to write down something that I want to remember about you. Either something that you said or did, or mm -hmm. uh, something, whether it's something funny or kind, uh, or a deep conversation that we had, or an experience we shared. Just uh, once a week, something that I want to look back on with you. Well, that should be pretty good. Yeah. As one of my catchphrases states... When you go through life being amazing, amazing things happen. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put that in your obituary. I've been keeping track of some stuff like that. Again, in Trello, which I'm not a big fan mm -hmm. of for this purpose. I'm eventually going to move those to our website and have like a personal, kind of like a Twitter where you can mm -hmm. just put something short and it goes onto the website. So I don't know if that's something in you know, two years. If that's something you would switch over doing there or if you'll want to just stick with the book a little bit more physical and, and something to go back and flip through. But that's uh, also something that I'm I'm planning to do eventually. Right. Well, I don't have a physical book that I'm writing it down on. I'm probably going to put it on yeah, Trello yeah, yeah. and from there I'll okay. eventually move it over to some note cards that will go into my little treasure box and eventually those will get bound up into a book. Unless that you can that sounds suggest, like a lot. yeah, 
So I'm open to suggestions for a tidier way of doing it. I would say Off the air. Trello cards. Eventually, I'll put them on the website. Eventually, okay. we'll print the, the website. Okay. All right. That's that's my suggestion. My number three, keep a memory book. Okay. All right. My number three, the third website. I've been uh, the commissioner of our family fantasy football league for a few years, and I've got a pretty extensive, pretty advanced spreadsheet that I keep track of a lot of statistics in for some uh, weekly update emails and for the end of the year awards that I pass out. And it's to the point where it shouldn't really be in a spreadsheet anymore. And also I'm a little bit uh, tired of having to type in the, the raw data every week to generate that. So uh, instead of taking, you know, 20 minutes a week to type that stuff in and generate it, I'm going to spend 20 hours to <laughs> program a website that will go reach out to the ESPN Fantasy Football API and generate those statistics for me. I don't know if this is actually going to happen this year. This is, again, a lower priority. We're going to get to what the top priority is with, with my number one, maybe with your number one as well. I decided I'd save that for last. I think that would be best. Uh, so lower priority, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm just tired of filling up that spreadsheet. I really like the statistics. I do like numbers for the those made-up numbers. But, yeah, I if I can, I'm going to put together a, a website to generate those for me. That's my number three, my Fantasy Football Stats web app. All right, my number two is I want to exercise and stretch one night a week. All right, I've been trying to do this for a while now. I think one night a week I can manage. Yeah. And uh, just last year, uh, just these last few months, I discovered that there's another stay-at-home mom who lives just down the street from me, and she has children who are my children's age ages. And so I haven't asked her yet, but I'm really hoping that if I ask her, she will agree to go exercising with me one night a week. Mm-hmm. And Usually, here's the thing, is I wanted to exercise for a while, but I don't like to exercise in the house, and mm-hmm. um, like I, I want to be out and walking to somewhere. I don't want to just mm-hmm. walk in place or walk in circles. There's all these um, backyard. That's walking in circles. It's sort of an oval. It's, yeah, it's too confined. I wanna, if I'm going to walk in a circle, I want it to be around the block, okay? So, mm-hmm. uh... I And then the only other option is to wait until after you get home, and then by then it's nighttime, and I don't want to go out walking alone at night, because one of us has to stay home with and mind the girls. So, if my friend is willing, I am I would like to get out and go exercising, just walk uh, once a week with her, mm-hmm. uh, a couple times around the block, and, and I think doing some stretches ahead of time... Uh, I think that'll be better than nothing. So okay. My... And then are you wanting to, is this for heart health or you're wanting to just overall health. get your legs stronger or overall think, health? Yeah, overall. It would just be be good for me to not be sitting around mm-hmm. uh, at night. Sure. Plus, yeah. plus it'd be a chance where we could just just talk without kids. Because mm-hmm. every time that we no, hang be out, it's with just, kids running around. So right. it'd be nice. I was just curious what you're what your driving goal was. So health sounds like. Yes. All right. 
Isn't that usually why people exercise? Um, there's some sort. Usually, there's some sort of more specific. Oh. Like I want to lose the weight, or I want to get well, stronger, or that'd be nice too. But I want to improve my cardiovascular health. Yeah, something like that. So yeah. I didn't. I thought maybe there was something specific, just sort of just be general health. Yeah. All right. And enjoyment with a friend. Sounds like a good one. Number two, exercise. Good Once com- a week. Good combo. Have you noticed? I've had specific ways to implement yep. these goals. I like it. Got to have concrete goals. Yeah, you've had achievable, a good influence on Measurable. Me. That's right. All right, my number two, and we finally get something that's not a website, uh, but this one is 12 things that I want to do at work. So one <laughs> per month. <laughs> <laughs> but none of them are related to websites. Wait a second. Actually, let me look. Let me look. None of them. Hmm. None of them are directly building a website. All right. Uh, so let me. <laughs> that's good though, right? I'm doing something different. So let me just qu- really quickly give an overview. I want to read a couple books. We have a TV in our break room that displays announcement slides. I want to improve the process to update those slides because it's really manual and tedious right now. And I want to update the templates, the the slides themselves, so make them easier to read and and not have extra information that they don't need to say and is, is hard to read across the room on the TV. I want to help with an internal project that's already been started with that. I'm doing some a different role than I've done before. It's a business analyst role. And so basically I'm the in between between the business and the programmers. So I'm kind of translating between the two and helping bridge the gap between the programmers and the people that are wanting the project to get done. Uh, So that's going to be fun. I want to do a couple lunch and learns. So I want to present a couple topics. Um, I want to... Uh, finish this interview training that I've been putting together. I've been helping with interviews for the last few years. And I put finally put together a training document. I've got a few more things that I'm going to put together with that. I want to uh, get a certificate. Uh, my boss has asked me to do that, asked me to do that last year. And I didn't get around to it. And as the as a senior consultant in the office, I've decided I need to step up, be a good example for the other consultants. So I'm going to get my certificate exam. I'd like to teach an internal training course. So we've started getting back into doing uh, internal training courses in our office. We kind of took a, a year or two off of doing that. Starting to get back into them. And my boss in the office, James, is actually in charge of that for the entire sector, or at least for the collection of Southeast offices that we mostly work with. Uh, so... I'm going to pitch to him uh, that I teach one of a couple different internal classes I think would be good. Then there is a, a online course that I want to take that's related to web design and layout. I think that's a, definitely an area I can improve. And uh, actually one of the lunch and learns that I mentioned is going to be on that information. And then last... I want to put together a video. We've had some very cheesy office videos that we tend to watch at Thanksgiving. We try, we 
for some reason decide to torture ourselves every year and we'll sit down and watch these really really cringy videos and my goal it's been a couple of years since we, since there's been any sort of office video so my goal is to put together a slightly less cringy that's it just slightly less slightly less cringy video it sounds pretty good from what you pitched to yeah me. yeah so it's all it's all shrouded in secrecy right now i can't reveal any details but it would be something that i could put on like our public vimeo so hopefully that's something i can get i can make happen this year also have to pitch that to my boss in my uh my <laughs> annual planning yeah exactly and so that's my 12 i i I think I I combined some of those while I was discussing them, but those are 12 different to-do list items, and I'd like to knock one of those out per month and really make it a a great year of not just getting my projects done. So these are all, you know, on top of my 40 hours of, of client work, but as a senior consultant in the office, I'm excited to make this a year of... Um, going a little bit above just what is required and really contribute to the office and hopefully get some people excited about doing some different things in the office as well. Well, good for you. Yeah, so that's my number two. A slew of work projects. We'll see how that goes. I, I'll report back at the end of the year. Makes me tired just thinking about it. Yeah, so, I mean, well. I should just be able to get into work a little bit earlier and, uh, you know, if I have downtime, if I'm waiting on a, on the client for half an hour or something, just switch over and work on one of these things. So that's, uh, that's my plan. That's my number two. All right. So let's, let's do number one, I Our guess. Number one. Yes, we have the same, same number one. one. How about that? Then this is really, if we don't get any of the other things done. Well, for me, mine's kind of a, I want to improve myself as a human being, not just I have goals of stuff that I want to get done. That's fair. So I am going to be not as happy if I don't reach them. Yeah, uh, definitely. But I guess I'm saying we're, we are planning fewer projects. Like yes. my things are yes. uh, three websites that I'm not planning to work on before the second half of the year, and then work stuff that I'm going to work on at work. Right. When I'm at home, certainly for the first half of the year, and we'll see how that goes, really this number one is right. is the big one. Exactly. And I've, I've got a couple of projects that I've been wanting to get to for a couple of years now. Yeah. And I was thinking, yes, 2020 is the year I will do it, mm -hmm. and I am not going to do it. Yeah. If it happens, sure, great. But yeah. I'm not going to try um, or plan to do it mm -hmm. because I want to focus on this goal. And that yeah. is for each of us to read 100, 100 books. books. Yeah. Not 50 and 50. We're each doing 100. That's right. So we're going to talk a little bit about what we got on our lists. Yeah. So for me... So, I mean, we've talked about books and our own book habits a lot, so let's not get too deep yeah. into it, but I read a ton in high school. I hit a thousand books. What was that last year? So I've still continued to read, but every year since 2016, in, in 2016, I read 45 books. That was my year to get back to reading after kind of getting out of reading for pleasure <clears throat> in books. 
after college. And so 2016, I read 45 books. And then each year I've read fewer and fewer books. So 45, 33, 25, 2019 only read 23 books. And so I've been wanting to get back into reading mm-hmm. in not just uh, it's something that if I have time at the end of the week, I'll read a few pages, something that I make part of my routine, something that when I go to bed, I'm making sure to get into bed early enough that I can do some reading before I'm too tired yeah. <laughs> and uh, not just, you know, do some audiobooks instead of just podcasts, etc. cetera. Uh, not, uh, so I, I deleted, uh, read, uh, I guess, yeah, let's just go ahead and get into some of the, mm-hmm. the prep stuff. I don't have Reddit, uh, a Reddit app on my phone anymore. I think I got rid of that last year or uh, maybe the year before. I think last year, though. I don't have a Facebook account anymore. Deleted my Facebook account. I turned off notifications, just about all notifications for my phone, except for you know phone calls and text messages, so that hopefully I can break myself a little bit of the habit of just turning on my phone when I'm you know doing whatever, turn on my phone and just uh, goof off or you know, check email or any of those kind of useless activities, browse through Facebook or Reddit. And so hopefully I can um, be a little bit more purposeful about the time that I'm spending, like downtime, if I have five minutes here or there, flip open a book and read that. Um, yeah, anything else you want to add in that vein before we get into uh, some of the actual books that we we want to read this year? I deleted nothing. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not really feeling super confident about my reaching the goal, mm-hmm. but I think if I can reach 80, I'll feel good. Yeah, I mean, like we were talking about also, we're planning to do much less television, mm-hmm. and I think if we just replaced all of our TV time with book time, I I would be surprised if we couldn't get, at least within spitting distance of 100, without anything else other than just TV time into book yeah. time. I'm not saying we have to do zero TV this year. Right. I think we're basically going to do zero TV in January. Yeah. Ish. For the most part. Yeah. I you're think, going. I think it, yeah, while I'm while gone on work, Montgomery, yeah. work trip, I think we're going to do some. But other than that, um, like we usually watch TV every day at lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I'll come home from right. work. We'll sit down and, and watch something fun on YouTube and eat a sandwich. And then I'll go back to work. Uh, but I think this year we're going to try to do, you know, we already started reading Little House on the Prairie to our girls uh, just for the last couple lunches. Mm-hmm. So doing that at lunch, I mean, that's going to get us through probably a dozen books easily. Yeah, maybe so. Um, at the rate that we're going. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can, I, I think you can get to 100. Definitely. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how how much we both decide to put into it, but we both can. I'm pretty sure 100%. you'll make your goal. <laughs> yeah. So. But it'll be fun to try. Yes. So. All right. Well, let's dive into uh, some okay. of the books that we're reading. Okay. You first. So we each made lists, spreadsheets of what we're interested in. Uh, yeah. You can definitely go on to... Uh, Goodreads, and yes. we ha- each have a 100 books bookshelf on there, I believe. I do, at least. I do uh, not yet. I will so, start adding that. 
So if you want to see what I'm planning to read, mm-hmm. uh, now I have more than a hundred, um, because it's going to depend on what I'm in the mood for. I didn't want to limit sure. myself to just these one hundred and nothing else. I, I sure. think I have like maybe up to one ten or so. Yeah, um, I have thirty backups right now. Okay. So, I've got a bunch of fantasy because I love fantasy. I have 27, actually. 27 okay. fantasy. Okay. Uh, there is some Ray Bradbury, uh, N.K. Jemison. She uh, mm-hmm. she wrote the... That was our last episode. Yeah. Was you reading her? continuation of her trilogy. Yep. Let's see. Uh, J.K. Rowling... Uh, Tolkien, Diana Wynne Jones, and Cornelia Funky. Those are, those are kind of the ones that I have a bunch of, uh, their books that I want to read. Nice. Which, uh, which Bradbury? Ray Bradbury. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I realized. Which, uh, book by Ray yes, Bradbury? Um, The Illustrated Man. Oh, okay. I think I have, I might have that one on. I'll have to check. You should really read the Martian Chronicles, though. I, mean, I was just going to say the next uh, category is sci-fi. Yeah. And I have Martian Chronicles and Fahrenheit 451 oh. by well, Ray Bradbury. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. We've got that one on ebook, so. And I've got ha- the Halloween Tree by Bradbury on my list, mm-hmm. so we'll hit some Bradbury yeah, this some year. Some really, uh, really great titles there. Mm-hmm. And then I've got some, an Isaac Asimov, uh, which... Ages ago, you recommended that I mm-hmm. check out some of his books. I think you would like him. Finally getting around to it. Uh, Going to read Contact by Carl Sagan. Hyperion hmm. by Dan Simmons. Yay. Uh, let's see. And I want to check out Flight of, Flight of the Angels yeah. and Hornet's Nest by yeah. uh, the Rainey Brothers. Yay. Rainey, father and son. Okay. The Rainey family. <laughs> uh, we've heard a lot about it from the sci-fi Christians, and it's mm-hmm. been nothing but praise, so I'm excited to check it out. Yeah, I read the first one a few years ago. It's oh, good. okay. I haven't. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up is horror slash thriller. Yeah. I have a bunch of Stephen King books that I'm going to check out. Yeah. I started the first one today, Pet Cemetery. I had read, <laughs> uh, checked out the Goodreads reviews, and people were like, yes, this is a good introduction to Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not too scary. And then, of course, in the foreword by the author, it <laughs> says, this is the book that I felt maybe I had gone too far. It's just too <laughs> disturbing for me. I don't feel comfortable with it. I was like, great, here we go. So we'll see how many nightmares I have this year. I have, let's see, I have six Stephen King books that I'm going to try. Then there's Jaws, the unabridged version of Jekyll and Hyde I want to read. Let's see, Dracula, I'm going to read to you. Yes. And uh, I want to read Call of Cthulhu by Mm. Lovecraft. Yeah, cool. And I think those are the main, like, familiar ones to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm excited about that. I'm going to read a couple of just two mystery books, but they're both Agatha Christie's. Okay. One is Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. And the other is Murder of Roger Ackroyd. Okay. All about yeah. murder. <laughs> All right. It's next up ones. is Classics. And I have... 18, no, 17 Ooh. of those. So wow. I want to try and get to a bunch of classics. Awesome. What, what are some of those? So we have uh, A Christmas Carol. Yeah. 
of Mice and Men. Oh, good one. Jane Eyre. Mm-hmm. Persuasion. Emma. Gone with the Wind. I like Emma. Captain Blood. Count of Monte Cristo. Mm. Let's see. Howard's End. Lady Windermere's Fan. Heart of mm. Darkness. Mm. Uh, Animal Farm. Those mm-hmm. are, I think, the more uh, familiar names to everybody. Okay. I've not read most of those, but I would like to. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. The ones I have are good. <laughs> Let's see. Then I've got some nonfiction. Uh, one of the ones I'm most excited about is uh, just a fun book. It looks like it's okay. As You Wish, Inconceivable Tales About the Making of Princess Bride. Yeah, I've heard that's by good. By Carrie Ellis. Yeah. So, uh that might make a good birthday gift. Uh, <laughs> let's see. There's Women in Black History. Uh, I Am Malala. Mm-hmm, uh, both mm-hmm. of those look like they'd be really interesting. The Pig That Wants to Be Eaten. Oh, yeah. That one's about uh, serious, what is it, moral quandaries, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that'll be episode. interesting. Yeah, we got to get, I got to read that one soon so that yeah. we can do that yeah. for you. Uh, worst case scenario survival handbook. Okay. Uh, I read that a while back ago, and I want to reread it just for the fun of it. <laughs> uh, who's afraid of classical music? This oh, one's yeah. gonna be a a good one for like just broadening me as a person. Yes, it is good for that. I've got a few others that are actually like good good for me as a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, chop wood, carry water. Okay. Um, yep. Zen in the Art of Writing, that one is supposed yeah, to be... Yeah, Bradbury again. Yep, supposed to help me uh, get better at writing. Yeah. Uh, For You They Signed, that's about the people that signed the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is uh, just just kind of fun. What if? Serious scientific yeah. answers to absurd hypothetical questions. Yeah, so those... Uh, he started those as a blog. This is the guy that wrote or writes XKCD, the webcomic. And I've been reading XKCD for a long, long time. And when he started coming out with that blog, his What If blog, I started reading all those. And so he's got, I think, all of the blog posts. And then he also wrote a bunch extra. And they're really good. That's You're going to cool. enjoy it. Yep. Yeah. Then I have four war novels. Um, and hmm. then... Uh, actually, they're not novels. They're uh, like... Uh, I don't know what. Like what's Memoirs, in it? What's one maybe? Uh, one is Remembered Prisoners of a, of a Forgotten oh, War. Oh, yeah. It's okay. about the Korean War. Yeah, nonfiction. Uh, so then I've got 13 miscellaneous fiction. Uh, so mostly stuff that people haven't heard of. Okay. And then there are a few children's books that I want to get to. Yeah. So there's Matilda mm-hmm. by Roald Dahl and James and the Giant Peach, also by <laughs> Never Dahl. Read that one. The Neverending Story, Mary Poppins, and Heidi. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I've ne- uh, I know the stories, and except yeah. for Neverending Story. Yeah. But I, I want to actually read the actual thing. So. Well, let's use those for our, our lunch all reading together. Okay. Because I'll sound pretty good. Well, yeah. And I also want to read stuff like Wishbone during lunch, mm-hmm. uh, some sure. of the Ramona books. Yep. Uh, Bunch of the Beverly Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I, I think, think. Yeah. by the end of the year. Yeah, we'll see what all what what all we do during lunch. Yeah, we'll just go back and forth picking them, I guess. Yeah, sounds good. All right, that's my list. Yeah, and I, yeah, so I think reading, I think reading to those to the girls count. I I would count on this list. I agree. Yeah, I wouldn't count something like um, 
like their Bible storybook. No. It's a good size book, but it's pretty, pretty bite size pieces. It's re- it's really short when you come down yeah. to it, I think. So I wouldn't count that. But like, uh, I started reading to the girls uh, the complete Beatrix Potter. Well, that's a good size volume, or the complete Winnie the Pooh Adventures. I would agree. Yeah, it's a good size. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna count those on the list. So that's gonna help audiobooks. Okay, so maybe I should say I'm not actually gonna follow this ratio, but for all the people that think oh, 100 books, I could never do that. 52 books, if you read one book a week, which, you know, what's a, what's the standard size for books? Say it's 280 pages for an average size book. That's 40 pages a day. So, you know, even if that's an hour reading, half an hour in the morning, half an hour at night, very attainable, you know, or an hour of TV that you're now replacing with, with a book. Uh, so that's 52 books reading. Then if you listen to 12 audiobooks, so one a month, if you read your kids, or for us, if we read our kids, one book a month, and read uh, an ebook a month. So again, you know, you're on your phone, on Reddit, or you're on Pinterest or Facebook. Yeah, I need to get some ebooks on my iPad. <laughs> and if you read an ebook a month, I bet you could turn a lot of that social media time into book reading. One book a month there, and then uh, what would be the fourth? What was the fourth one? I had a specific reading to each other. Yeah, and then reading to each other once a month. Yeah, so we're in the car together. Excuse me, or whatever. Instead of 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 watching TV, we're we're reading to each other a little bit, or we're on a road trip or something. Just one of those a month. So those four different things: one a month, and then just a book one once a week on top of that, and that's one hundred. So, again, we're not following that ratio exactly, but you can definitely see, I think the key to reading a bunch of books is, it's not just I have to sit down in my easy chair and open a big paper volume. Obviously, I really enjoy doing that, but reading a bunch of books is finding different parts of your life that you can listen to a book, read a book, and... Mm. um, yeah, just finding those 15-minute blocks even during the day. So anyway, my books. I would like to finish the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. So that's uh, nine books. I think it's. I think the series is seven books, so I have six books in the series, and there's three other uh, books that he wrote that are very closely related uh, from what I'm told. So I'm planning to read those. I'm planning to read a bunch of classics. So I'm reading that Gods and Heroes of Ancient Greece that I mentioned earlier. I'm reading the Epic of Gilgamesh. And then I'm going to read a bunch of Roman classics, uh, the Aeneid, etc. I would like to read a bunch of sci-fi from the uh, a bunch of Hugo winners. So there's that Hugo's There podcast. Our last two episodes were from that podcast. Melissa and I both appeared on there. And so there's a bunch of those uh, that they have... Uh, record an episode on that I'm interested in reading, and I'm just gonna just put. Uh, let's see what do I have on there. One, two, three, four. I think eleven from that podcast that I'd like to read, and let's see some more nonfiction. Uh, some I think there's one of the Church Fathers. I don't know how to pronounce this, but the Did Ache, Didache, D I D A C H E. Don't know how you pronounce it. Didaki, maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah, probably. It's, I guess it's probably Greek. So Didache is one of the earliest works from the church fathers. Like I think the, I think it's traditionally ascribed to the apostles, but it might've been written a little bit later, but anyway, really early on stuff. So I'd like to read that. And uh, there's some stuff that Melissa's recommended to me that I'm going to read. So the fifth season, that uh, again, our last episode that she did, I'm going to read. Uh, Neverwhere, The Red Knight on audiobook. Oh, those are going to be so good. Dracula, like you mentioned. Ink Death, the final in the Ink Heart trilogy that I never read. Read the trilogy, uh, the first two in the trilogy. Master of the Five Magics. Last of the Breed, a Louis L'Amour book. So I'm going to pick up some of those that you recommended. Uh, some of the ones we mentioned with our children already. I'm going to read some that I got as gifts. So I got The Kill Artist from one of my coworkers in our, our, our uh, office, Secret Santa. So that she said that's her favorite book. And uh, my brother Matt gave us The Master Plan of Evangelism for Christmas. So I'll read that. And let's see, I've got a bunch of audiobooks that have just been sitting around for a long time uh, that I, I'll finally get to. There's the Chronicles of Amber, Roger Zelazny series of 10 books that I want to read the whole series. That is it for the most part. Again, a bunch of ebooks that have just been sitting around that I want to get to. And some more nonfiction. Uh, there's some uh, theolo- theology books that I want to read. Uh, let's see, a church history book, one on Baptist successionism, uh, one in favor of dispensationalism, and one in favor of covenant theology, because I'm interested in that topic. I feel like I don't know a whole lot about it. Uh, four or five on classical education. And then I just picked some from my favorite authors. So I'm going to read Fellowship of the Ring, read Bradbury, read another Dan Simmons book, continue reading through Isaac Asimov. Susanna Clark. Oh man, I'm so excited about this. We don't. I don't have to go through any of my any more of my books. This isn't probably interesting to anyone else. But we just released November first our uh, or my appearance on the Hugo's Their podcast talking about Jonathan Strange and Mister Norrell. And, oh yeah. And what I said at the end of that was, uh, "What a great book! I loved it. Uh, what a great debut novel because that was the first novel she had published." And what a shame that it looks like we're not going to get any more Susanna Clark. She had some health problems. It had been something like 10 years, had not come out with anything else. And so you just assume uh, it's not going to happen. However, just maybe a month ago, uh, she announced through her publisher that she is po- she's publishing a novel called Piranesi in 2020. And then she's also publishing another novel of which she has not announced anything. So it could be another Jonathan Strange and Nor- another Strange and Norrell. Something in that universe could be something completely different. I uh, don't care what it is. I'm just really excited to be getting something else from an author that I really like. Yeah. And so uh, those also went on the list. Well, I'm very happy for those you, my dear. Out. Yeah. So in the, in the same tradition of podcasting about serials and putting Oreo O's on my list, as number one, and then a week later, they announced that they're bringing back Oreo O's. 
it seems like we did that for something else too mm-hmm. that's not coming to mind in that same tradition of podcasting about something and then you know the world is listening and they make it happen uh we're getting more Susanna Clark so that's it i i didn't cover every last book but i feel like i probably went into yeah. more detail than necessary well. and that's 93 i filled out 93 i've got 30 possible uh, fill-ins for my last seven but i'm trying to keep it slightly flexible at least so if i come across something i really want to read or if we maybe get some recommendations from the listeners yes by the way i was just waiting for you to wind down so that i could say yeah uh, i'm willing to throw out my list if you guys have a book that you say oh i love this book it's one of my favorites of all time yeah i love recommendations like that i want to know yeah that I'm going into book that a book that somebody loves and yes. that uh, they've got that glowing recommendation for yeah. it. Yeah. Because uh, then I'm very likely to like it. Some of these I'm checking out because everybody says they're good books, but uh, or because someone somewhere said it's a good book, but they're not, you know, a close friend or somebody that I necessarily sure. have something in common with. So, uh, Absolutely. Please send in your recommendations and let us know uh, what you like to read, and we'd love to check them out. Yeah, so speaking of, again, you cannot leave comments on our website currently. If you're listening to this farther down the line in the future, I mean, it's too late for you to suggest a book, I guess, at that point, but maybe you can leave comments at least. But uh, for now, you're just going to have to email us, tto at coser.us. And we did get a couple emails in the several months that we took off. Uh, we got one from Zach. It was either a comment or, a, or an email. He was listening to our Saddest Moments podcast, I think. I don't remember exactly when we did that one. But he was surprised, uh, now that he's gone back and watched Avatar The Last Airbender, that uh, one of the parts from that show what did not make our list. And it's, it is a very sad part. So that's yeah. a good good thing, good uh, good item on the list, Zach. It was good movie, suggestion. Movie and TV moments that made me cry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember what I said. And then we also got an email. Uh, first time. Um, first time feedback. From Dan, and uh, so he. Oh, actually. Whoa! I just opened my email. I just got another one from. I just found another one from Dan. Aww. So let's see. He okay. Yeah, he reported a a technical glitch that I I will look into. I'm going to be looking into, and uh, yeah, he said he he heard it that's mentioned on Sci-Fi Christian. Went back and listened to all of our episodes. Whoa! Except for the ones about kitchen tools and babies. <laughs> so I guess he he wasn't in that uh, wasn't in that thing. So uh, yeah, so thanks so much for writing in, Dan. Always great to hear. Hear from listeners. Always great to and hear that we're slowly siphoning off listeners from Sci-Fi Christian yeah. and us. <laughs> and as a uh, as the technical side of the podcast, putting together the website and such, definitely appreciate the technical reports, the the bug reports, especially with the new website up. Uh, listeners, if you notice anything funky, anything off, go ahead and email us, tto at coaster.us. And uh, yeah. Probably have a few kinks to work out. So thanks again, Dan. All right. I think that pretty much wraps up this year's resolutions. Yeah. Back in the saddle.
back in the podcast saddle. The podcasting saddle. All right. Until next time. Yeah, so next time is going to be, hey, hey, books, 2019, our favorite books we read last year. It was not a good year. Not a good year. This year, much better. It will be much better. It 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 surely better be because we're reading 100 books. That's right. I here's my hope. Not great books, but it'll be a great episode podcast. We'll talk about it then. <laughs> well, okay. I Until was gonna then. say though, hang on. Brian Kozer. With this episode What's the Kozer? Shut up. Ten with a hundred books, I'm hoping for twenty that are great where I have a hard time figuring out if they are worthy of being on the top ten. I'm Melissa Kozer, you've been listening to Ten to One. So, any stinger ideas? Nope. I'm I'm done with talking. I got cut off. Yeah. Maybe you should have just saved it for the stinger. Maybe you just suck. You could always uh, start editing again. I can pass editing duties back to you, and you can uh, edit our our outro and. The podcast was far better when I used to do that. Probably so. I have not ever listened to... (laughs) I don't go back and listen to the episodes, so I wouldn't know. Those episodes were pretty much garbage, but that's because we were still getting into the swing of things. They're a lot better now, not because of the lack of editing, because you don't edit at all anymore, but because we're just that much better at podcasting and expressing our ideas. I think... That we're just going to need the listeners to let us know if we've gotten better, worse. Or note, flatline. Note, note, <laughs> yeah, or, 